When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While we uh, watch this or attempt to watch this, let's talk a little college football. We do it now with one of our guys, Brad Thomas, NBC Sports Edge is where you can find him. He joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. Brad, uh, tell us you're watching some college football right now because (laughs) Thursday Night Football, this is a rough product right now, man. Commanders Bears scoreless with 150 to go in the first half. I'm actually sitting in my little war center where I have my multiple TVs um, and unfortunately, I do have Thursday Night Football on the big screen, but I am watching West Virginia Baylor uh, sweating out Baylor minus three. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Show play. Good luck to you. All right, let's start with the big one. We got some big oh matchups God, this weekend. We got Alabama, Tennessee. We got Utah taking on USC. But I actually want to go with the Fighting Illini. What a great start to the season. They're so tough defensively. Both teams tough defensively. Illinois, six and a half point dogs. I'm a Big Ten guy. Any plays in this one, Brad? Yeah, I'm going to be on the Illini, uh, you know, and this is not a knock on Minnesota by any means. Minnesota grades out really well. They get Ibrahim back this week, which is a reason why the line is going to be six, six and a half. I just think that a lot of people are overlooking this top five defense of the Illini. It's been a great defensive stand that they've had so far. And what's most important about this game is when you have a total that's set around 39, you're giving me the home team and you're giving me about a touchdown. I think that they can grind this one out and possibly pick up a win, similar to what they did uh, against Iowa. They played against four teams, four big-name schools where they've held the running back to under 50 yards. I think they could do it again this week. Brad, talk to me about the game of the week in college football, Bama and Tennessee. A lot of people are going to be on the Vols this week. Saban's 15-0 against Tennessee since he's arrived in Tuscaloosa. Tied minus seven right now on the road. Do you have a play in this game? I don't have a play, but I do have some, some rationale for this game. So this is going to be the public dog of the week, probably. Probably about 79% of the, the tickets and about 80% of the public is going to be on Tennessee. But listen, there are only two teams in college football who have a top 10 defense and a top 10 offense. That's Alabama and Michigan. Listen, a lot of people are overreacting to the game that Alabama played against uh, Texas a I was actually in the building watching that game. And week in, week out, us handicappers always – undervalue or discredit Texas A&M. You know, they don't get wins, but for some reason, they're always in games. They're always covering. And for me, I think this is a game where you look at Tennessee, they blew out LSU. But if you take away some of the short fields that they got, the, the special teams touchdown that they got, LSU actually played them pretty tough. This is a game where I probably wouldn't be on a side. If it would be, it'd have to be Alabama. I think this is just one of those games where it just looks too good to be true. Oh, I'm getting seven points with Tennessee, how hot their offense looks. I think Saban's going to have his boys sharp and ready to play. Brad, talk to me about what you see playing out in this Oklahoma-Kansas game. Dylan Gabriel still up in the air on whether he's going to play, but he might. And uh, looks like Jason Bean is going to start for Kansas. Kansas is a nine-point dog. That line has moved up quite a bit. Uh, what do you see there? Yeah, I'm actually going to be on Kansas on the Jayhawks plus nine. Listen, Dale Daniels unfortunately going to be out, but Jason Bean and the other uh, freshman quarterback they have actually all run the exact same system. And Bean's a good, good, good quarterback. 
And when I mean good, he fits the system perfectly. What's more important about this Kansas team is they're getting pressure on the quarterback. And unfortunately, this Oklahoma team who for so long was known for having a tough and physical offensive line in the trenches, they lack physicality. And it's not just on the offensive side of the ball. It's on the defensive side of the ball. Their tackling grades are poor because they're not physical at the point of attack. Kansas, which is a team that people used to just run all over, are now the physical team. Now the team who's protecting their quarterback with a strong physical offensive line and a defensive line who likes getting after the quarterback. Brad, the other one where, man, there's been some line movement here. Clemson now down to three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Was four earlier today. Florida State at home in Tallahassee, three-and-a-half-point dogs. The total's 51. Do you see this like a trap line where you're looking to back the dog, or do you think this is a good buy-low spot on Clemson? I think this is a solid spot uh, for Clemson here. Um, it could be a trap line. A lot of people said the, the North Carolina State line was a trap line, and they probably should have covered that game. Look, Florida State only scored 17 points against North Carolina State. I have North Carolina State rated as probably like my 15th best defense. I'm looking at um, their DVOA. It's 13th. I have Clemson actually as my 8th ranked defense. A DVOA is 11th. This is going to be a much better defense, but more importantly, it's going to be a much better pass rush. I don't think Florida State's going to be able to protect the quarterback, which is going to allow this bad secondary. And I'm going to be frank, Clemson secondary is bad. This bad secondary to get a little bit of a break, to not feel so uh, so under pressure and under the gun with, uh, with throws coming at them consistently. And then most importantly, listen, DJU has taken the next step. If you guys are about quarterback grades, Go look up DJU's quarterback grade. He has the number two quarterback grade in all of college football. He's going to make the big throws, and they have a great running game to pair it with. Brad, uh, Arkansas's in Provo this week against BYU. The line keeps going all over the place. BYU opened as favorites, then Arkansas became favorites, and now it's a pick 'em. It's minus one ten each way. Any thoughts on this Arkansas BYU matchup, uh, where the total is sixty six and a half? You know, this Arkansas team, uh, their heartbeat is K.J. Jefferson. And still, we don't have a clear set sight on if K.J. is going to play. If K.J. doesn't play, I'm taking BYU, and I'm not even thinking twice. Um, he's, just so, he's just such a difference maker. Without K.J. Jefferson in the game, I feel like BYU will be able to, um, to, to kind of stack the box against them and, and, and kind of neutralize Rocket Sanders. But if K.J. Jefferson plays, I have to take uh, Arkansas, especially because we talk about physicality. BYU does not play physical at all, and that kind of helps me out in terms of getting the tougher team, the, the run-heavy team with the big quarterback and the good running back. Let's move over to the NFL because we were at BetMGM National Harbor on Monday night, and we saw the Chiefs. They were getting two at home against the Bills, and during the game it ticked up to two and a half. And me and PJ looked at each other and said, well, if we get to three, we have to, by principle, just take the Chiefs at home as three-point dogs. Uh, Bill's obviously a very popular team, probably the the number one most popular team in the NFL right now. For good reason, Josh Allen's out of his damn mind. Uh, but yeah. how do you see this one stacking up? Because even, like, even in Arrowhead, the Bills have blown out the Chiefs. The Chiefs have blown out the Bills. It's, it's never been a very close game. Yeah, so this one's going to be fun for me because this is a prolific offense versus a prolific defense. You know, uh, there's a lot of variance in this Bills defense basically due to injury and all that. But I'm going to actually take the Chiefs here. Getting an entire touchdown, I couldn't tell you that either team 
confidently will win the game by more than three. But I do think the Chiefs are live dogs. So for the entire offseason, all we heard was Tyree Kill is going to – his departure is going to destroy this offensive attack. And from what I've seen, I actually think it makes them sharp because it puts ownership on Patrick Mahomes to spread the ball around despite throwing four touchdowns to Travis Kelsey, but spread the ball around while they're getting to the red zone, running various routes. They're not going to blow the top off of any defense, but I think these wide receivers like uh, MVS, for example, he's so fast, but he's not, he doesn't have to fill the Tyreek role. He can run these intermediate routes, these comeback routes, which are very hard to stop in the NFL and makes them more effective. And most importantly, they're going to run a lot of these backyard plays where they're going to put Jarek McKinnon, Sky Moore, MVS in the backfield and make you kind of have to decide how are you going to attack this? Are you going to load the box? Are you going to, are you going to play? Are you going to play out wide? Like it, there's just so much here. It's going to be hard for either team to blow the other team out. So you're giving me three points. I think the Chiefs are going to win this in Arrowhead. The Bills are a little banged up, but I mean, it's a fun game regardless of what side you're betting on. Brett, I don't think either of these teams are any good, but the Seahawks, there was a three that was available back down to two and a half, but Arizona takes on Seattle. And with Geno Smith, like we figure he's going to come back down to earth, but I don't know, man. He's right now leading the NFL in passer rating. He's top 10 in completion rate, passes completed. He has nine touchdown passes, which I believe is still seventh in the NFL. And he's also the number two rated quarterback against the Blitz, which Arizona does a bunch. What are you doing in this game, if anything, Seattle taking on Arizona? I'm taking the Seahawks. The Seahawks win this game outright. So uh, in my power rankings before the season starts, I don't know if I, I mentioned this, but I had the Arizona Cardinals very low. And most importantly, their defense. And still, still their defense is not getting pressure on the quarterback. Still, their defense just lost, looks lost in coverage, makes very bad decisions. And then you have a Geno Smith-led team. I, I laugh at that because, man, what if Geno Smith was this good this whole time if we gave him a little bit longer of a leash? But you have this team who has all of these weapons. Uh, you have uh, Tyler Lockett, you have DK Metcalf, you have Disney, and now we get to see what Kenneth Walker is all about. I'm excited for that. I think that we're going to have a good time watching the Seattle team go against this Cardinal team. Do I think the Cardinals get blown out? No, absolutely not because they have Kyler Murray. But their biggest downfall with having Kyler Murray is for some reason he still lacks the ability to read coverages. And this is going to be a shootout. I think if the ball's in the Seahawks' hand last, they're winning this game. They should have won and should have covered against the New Orleans Saints, but it took a Taysom Hill masterclass to uh, prevent that from happening. Brad, real quick, anything else in the NFL or college football that you're eyeing that you like this weekend? Um, so the line hasn't been set yet, but I'd imagine this line is going to be set around 115. Chase Brown out of Illinois, I'm going to be on his rushing over if it's set about 115. I have him pegged for 123. He's hit over 115 every game but one. Minnesota does a lot of things well. One thing they do average is uh, stop the run. This is going to be a run-heavy game, especially with DeVito out. They're going to want to run the ball. Brad, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the games this weekend, nice. and good luck with your bets. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Brad Thomas, NBC Sports Edge Betting. You just joined us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. Good stuff. Everybody, I really like the Chiefs at three. Oh, I mean, how can you not? Do you like <laughs> Buffalo at two? Do you like Buffalo to win the game, though? The more and more as the week goes on, you know, I don't know. I've told you guys this a bunch. When everybody's like revenge spots and ooh, this team, right? Like early on in the season, we heard, oh, take the Panthers. Baker Mayfield's going to want revenge against the Browns. How did that work out, right? right. Tom Brady last year, who's going to want revenge against the Patriots? Yeah. Patriots recover. So I really don't think the revenge spots mean as much as people think they do. And you're getting Mahomes at home. I don't know. Buffalo's the better team. I think we can all agree. If both teams play their A game, Buffalo's going to win. Um, 
but Kansas City at home is an underdog, guys. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just feel like know. those injuries on the defensive side of the ball are going to come back to bite Buffalo in the ass, and this might be the week where you're going against Andy Reid in his bag and Patrick Mahomes. I don't know that they I don't know that they win the game by four points. I think you have to take Kansas City if you get the three, but right. I'm picking Buffalo to win the game. I mean, you just saw uh. Kansas City against Tampa, right? Like yeah. on Sunday night when they wanted when they wanted a team, when yeah. they played their I mean, you just saw it look like the Chiefs again. So the Bills, you know, they looked great against the Rams and they looked great against the Titans, but against the Ravens and the Dolphins, they didn't look too great. Now we're seeing them against a real team. We'll see how they look.